Blog Talk Radio. Radio station on the land, you hear me? Oh, well, what that is? Hilltop, hilltop. 
Message for Ronnie Hudson. Uh, let's try it again. There's a there's a two one three number that just popped in. That's that should be him. Ronnie, are you right. on the line? You get it? Uh uh-uh, uh, I see a two one three number, but. He's not saying nothing. You see the number on the board? Oh, I just, that was the number I just called. <laughs> oh, try to call him back. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn it. Go ahead, Robin. You call it because I'm having issues over here. I'm getting ready to get pissed off. You calling Robin? Robin. You guys hear me? Yes. I can hear you. Yes, yes. 
Yes, I'm calling him now. Sorry, I had was muted. Hold on. Motherfucker, man. Please leave your message for. Well, let's do this. Uh, uh, um, double chocolate. Let everybody know where they can follow you at on social media. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Rise Marine. You can follow me on. I'm sorry. You can follow me Monday through Thursday on the Hilltop Radio Show with DJ Sean and my beautiful dysfunctional family. You can follow me Monday for the baddest show on the network. That's love. Please leave your message for Ronnie Hudson. And this week I'll have Melanie Ansel and Uncle Luck on, so make sure y'all tune in. Uncle Al. Yes, you can reach me on Facebook, on my Facebook uh, fan page at Official Al Davis. And my personal page, it would be uh, It's Al Davis, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and you can Google me at It's Al Davis. And you can catch me here on Mondays and Thursday on the Hilltop Radio Show. DJ Sean and the dysfunctional cast, my family. All right. Uh, AJ? Yes, you can reach me on Facebook, Angela Lyons Jackson, TikTok, Miss Georgia Peach 69, Instagram, Angela Lyons 811, and here on Hilltop Radio Show. And Mr. No Weapon, let's let everybody know where they can follow you at, brother. You can follow me on TikTok at Mr. No Weapon. Mr. No Weapon. Uh, YouTube, uh, Snapchat, uh, Facebook, and Mr. No Weapon. And right, I'm right here tonight with uh, Hilltop Radio Show with DJ Sean. And where can I go uh, get your your latest song? Tell everybody about your latest song. I'm ready to go and uh, pop that at. Uh, Big Five Face Live. You can, of course, check it out on YouTube, but if you got any music apps, Apple, uh, Apple Music, iTunes, um, uh, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, uh, anywhere you got music apps, if you ain't got no thick thighs, if you just got thighs, no matter what you got, it, it's for you. Make it do what it do. Everybody right, don't boy. have thighs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just laughing at her and, uh, Georgia Peach Boy, they be battling who's going to be answering that motherfucker first. <laughs> boy, they, boy, Susie EP, Susie EP, uh, types in the group, boy, they on it, he on him like vultures. <laughs> Look at her. That's a damn Stand shame. down, <laughs> Listen to her. She cracking up. No, it's a damn truth. Hey, VP, EP, do I need to send you some oxygen? Can you breathe? 
<laughs> he, <laughs> he not supposed my to be able to breathe. I love my boobies. Ooh, hey, daddy. Hey, daddy. Listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're gonna bring back celebrity death match. We're gonna bring back celebrity death match for Georgia Peaches double chocolate in the ring. <laughs> they play for their boobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> put one on my face, put one on my lap. We good. <laughs> They gonna be fighting over there. They gonna be fighting. We gonna be on your face, on your face first. She can have the face, baby. I want the lap. Let me get that lap. You ain't getting no lap, sis. Not tonight. Not tonight. Mm -mm. I'm not having it. I demand my place back. God dog it. I'm I'm out of time out. I refuse to be a timeout, goddammit. No, you showed out too bad last night. <laughs> Mr. No Weapon, ain't shit changed, man. You can see, ain't shit changed. <laughs> but Mr. I, I, no I Weapon, that's still my baby right there, though. Yo. No Weapon, ain't, ain't shit changed, brother. It's that's all still the same my baby over right there. Be listening. Be your baby. You hear us, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's still daddy there When he take that shirt off and make the muscles pop You know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See this is the shit I'm talking about <laughs> 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 Damn say it with your chest <laughs> He heard you Yes 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 Al what's wrong with him Al Hey man, I'm the straight one. Damn. No, you wasn't faithful. You was just sitting up with a man the other day. Don't do that to our man. I'm telling. I'm getting my ass out of time out. I'm telling everything. I'm snitching. Singing like a canary. That was different, though. He knew about that. He knows about him. She put the nigga. That, she put. She put. She put the dude to sleep and then stayed on the phone the whole time because right. he was on the phone. Yeah, they wanted to. They wanted to. Quarter of twelve. <laughs> <laughs> but never on time except for when EPO. See, she thinks she slick. She knew you was coming on, baby. That's why she jumped on that time. I'm here. I can I'm talk. here, baby. <laughs> yeah, I can talk. On, Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can talk. Yeah, I can talk. Tell, tell, tell them grandkids here, y'all. Come on, take this, take this medicine real quick and help you grow. Turn full of nightclub. Oh she can't answer some Benadryl tonight. <laughs> they sleep until the morning. They sleep until yeah. the bus come pick them up for school. <laughs> Uh, they know their dad. Their dad home. Their dad will mm-hmm. be home. He off the road tonight, so he's out there in there with daddy. Mm-hmm. They'll be going home tomorrow, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Then, grandmama can be play. <laughs> right. You'll be naked on TikTok. Huh? You'll be naked on TikTok. Oh. Don't be telling my baby I be getting naked on TikTok That you're not right, neither. I thought you was my boo too You said I'm about to kick all of y'all to the curb 
The only one that's it. been good and faithful is Al. Don't put Al now. Don't jump on Al now. Don't jump on Al. You're talking about they all my future baby daddies. You already corrupt Al. Al can't even come on the show no more being all quiet and everything. He's wide open. We're on. We're on. Okay. Right. I'm just laid back. I'm laid back See? enjoying the scenery. See? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. Let's get this party started. Mr. Ronnie Hudson, you with us, brother? Yes, sir. How you doing, my brother? I'm doing good, man. How you doing yourself, man? You know. I'm good, good, good. Welcome. Welcome to the show. We appreciate you, uh, Taking time out of your schedule and join us here tonight. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Well, go ahead, Robin. You can start it, Robin. Well, tonight we've got a wonderful, wonderful legend of all time on the show with us tonight. The wonderful Ronnie Hudson. Responsible for West Coasting. Uh-huh. It is where we got California knows how to party. California no, Robin, knows how Robin, to party. What? What? That's enough, Robin. That's enough. Why y'all going to stop me when I, I'm just about to get to the best part? I was going to hit that high note. <laughs> 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 All right, let the, let the professionals. Right. Don't let us start like last night, now, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna let you take it away, Sean. We, since I can't we, sing. We sorry, we sorry, we sorry, Ronnie. We don't want her to kill you. We want, we want you to keep you receiving your royalties. We don't want her to. <laughs> 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 uh, I know, I know you look forward for that ting ting all the time, but hey, brother, we we try to I'm protecting you tonight, so yeah, so yeah. <laughs> we want you to keep, we want you to keep receiving your royalties, my brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hear you, my brother. In the city. That's right. <laughs> in LA. In LA. Not Seattle. Not Seattle, Washington. I'm going oh, home. I invited a young man on. I invited a young man on uh, from out of Louisiana, uh, Mr. Mr. Hudson. They call him the uh, the Prince of the Talking Box. Uh, Mr. Noeby, you want to introduce yourself? Go ahead, and give Mr. Ronnie Hudson some of that love. Mm-hmm. 
That's and that's like Bernie Mac yeah, says. That's why I get thirty percent. Well, it's time to talk to the finish. So, so, Mr. Hudson, man, tell yeah, us, that if, is, you know, you Oh, go good. ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, no, no, tell go, us go, your... Go for it. I was going to tell us, you know, tell us your journey from, you know, Washington, D.C., you know, messing with, you know, uh, Chuck Brown, you know, and then ending up out, you know, out there in California and then bringing a whole different style, you know, to the West Coast. You were the one that brought that style to the West Coast. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, as you may know and you may not know, I was born and raised in Washington, D.C., my hometown. Mm-hmm. And Washington mm-hmm. made up pretty much of politicians. There wasn't a lot of record companies. and There were a few small studios, recording studios and things like that. And I just didn't. You know, see myself getting ahead, but I hung around there for a while, and I did come in contact with Chuck Brown. Uh, during those days, he had a group called Chuck Brown and the Soul Searchers. They were called the Soul Searchers. When Chuck asked me to join the group, in which I did, I had a pretty good reputation for playing the bass guitar. Uh, there, uh, incidentally, there are some people who don't know I'm a musician. They only know me from singing the song but I do play the bass guitar mm-hmm. and um, I did around Washington D.C. for years came in contact with Chuck Brown and we we started making this song up on the stage called Bustin' Loose and um, <clears throat> one day he decided to record it and we go into the studio and we start to record this song. And then somewhere down the line, I get a phone call. And uh, I can't go back to the studio anymore. And I'm going to have to leave the band as well because there was something waiting for me. I received a call to go to Memphis, Tennessee to become the bass player for a record label called Stax. Stack Records. Mm-hmm. So I go to Stack Records and I meet all of these guys, Rufus Thomas and Luther Ingram and, and the person who hired me there was Isaac Hayes who, who was the uh, vice president of Stack Records during those days. He asked me to come in and he wanted me to do the recordings and things of that nature, which I did, and I recorded uh, a lot of hits. Nearly everything that would come out of the record company were hits, and um, we recorded a lot of hits. I recorded, uh, I don't know how many artists in stacks, there was a bunch of them, and uh, my name got out there, and thanks things started going. Uh, the next thing I knew, I was producing at Muscle Shoals Sound Studios, which was very odd those days because there weren't a lot of black and white working together in record companies. 
And uh, I went there to record this song, to produce the song called Loving You Is Wrong, I Don't Want to Be Right. And uh, Luther Ingram and myself, we met there and recorded the song, and it became a, a zillion seller. It sold, I think, like 23 million copies the first 90 days it was released. And then we just moved on from there, and song after song. Next thing I knew, I was on the Shaft album. And then I did I, I did portions of the Shaft album. And then next thing I knew, I was I did the entire Black Moses album. You probably heard some of those songs. Never can mm-hmm. say goodbye. By Isaac Hayes, those those type of things. And I recorded those songs and. The more work I did uh, there, the more popular I became. And I was there for a while and did a lot of things for Stack Records. But then one day I thought about it and I said, okay, I'm doing a whole lot for this record label. And I love the people there, but I had never done anything for Ronnie Hudson. So I decided to leave and I would go back to Washington, D.C. and I would stay there just for a minute, and then I would leave and hit the West Coast, came out to California, and uh, I got a job working at a bank, and after a while, I met a fellow there who told me he was into the record industry, and he says, I hear that you have some knowledge of, you know, recording and things like that, and he asked me, said, can you sing? And I, I said, of course I can. And this person's name was Michael Hooks. Mm-hmm. And he asked me, he brought me a title asked, called the West Coast Pop Lock. He said, you think you can write the lyrics to this? And I said, well, I'm pretty sure I can. And I started off by saying, California knows how to party. And you, you know the rest. And there it is. The song took off. It became one of the. I don't know. It was. It still holds the, the title uh, of being the number one song on the, of the West Coast, which they called the West Coast Anthem. What's it's what it carries now? That that sort of title, and it's still number one. No one has ever been able to top it. And I, of course, I've received. Uh, multi-platinum and Grammys, all sorts of awards and things like that for it. So I think I did myself a favor by being at Stax and did myself a bigger favor by leaving to do something for Ronnie Hudson. And right now, um, I have probably one of the number one bands in Los Angeles, and uh, we have plans to go go out to uh, out of the country. I'm going to do some things in Dubai. I'm still doing stuff. You know, it's, it's all good. There's some casinos and things like that I'm going to be doing. And we're talking about Las Vegas and that sort of thing, too. So uh, that's what's going on right now. And I also, uh, I just have a book that just came out that completed. And I can share that book. As a matter of fact, it, it'll be out for sale in just a in just a little while, and everybody will re- actually get the Ronnie Hudson story from the age of five years old to the present. So that's where we are right now. 
Wow. So, so, uh, so, Ronnie, how does it feel that, you know, you know, you brought something different to the West Coast and, and went last, and then when I looked yesterday, you know, your, your song's been sampled over 30 sometimes, uh, you know, as an artist. It's been sampled, right. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, probably way more than 30. That, that means okay. it's possible that you may have read that. But it's been in over 41 movies. Oh, wow. And uh, the, ori- I re- the original, I-, I have a whole host of movies and that the song has been played in. And uh, it's still being played right now on some of the, the new series that that's out on Netflix and some of these other, Hulu and some of the other you know, networks. But this song is one of those songs that probably will never go away on the West Coast because it was made for the West Coast. It's a West Coast song. And uh, I still hold the the very first copy that was made. Uh, I've been offered all sorts of monies for it, but uh, so far I'm still holding on to it. (laughs) I don't blame you. But I've been offered real money for it, and it's just something I really don't want to let go. So I'll be holding on to that. Anybody got any questions? But um, it's it's been awesome being Ronnie Hudson. I can I can say that, and um, lots of people ask me. You know, Ronnie, what were you thinking about when you wrote California Knows How to Party? And I was, and I explained that that's what I was thinking of because that's what I saw in California. But California never sleep if you know where to go. Mm-hmm. They never sleep. It's 24 hours, seven, 24-7. And the thing is, I never actually got involved in Hollywood. Um, I left California for a good while, and I was gone for a good while. And then I came back and just picked up where I left off at. And then uh, I came back and met up with a fellow, um, a friend of mine. His name is DJ Flash. And we put a, another CD together called West Coast 2020. And on the West Coast 2020, you can find it. It's on the Internet. And uh, if you find that, or when you do, you'll see that myself, uh, I dedicated this this CD to all of the old school pioneers. You'll find, um, you'll find uh, on there... Snoop Dogg, you'll find uh, E-40, Too Short, Sugar Free, E-40. There's a bunch of them that I dedicated that CD to, and they're all on there. And it's a really good CD. It's, it's got good language. You don't hear any bad language in it. That wasn't easy to accomplish, but it, it happened. And uh, the CD... It, it did well, and it's still out there. It's been out for a while. 
and mm-hmm. it's, it's still happening. I get a lot of respect for that one. I think there's like 16 songs on it, and oh, wow. uh, which I'll be performing those songs. When you see me, you'll you'll see those songs. You'll hear them. And uh, I do have the pop lock dancers. I, I carry a nice show with me. So you you see the, the big horn section. Uh, you'll see the big, huge rhythm section, more like an orchestra. And then we'll have the pop lock dancers and things of that nature taking place on stage. Really something nice to see. And there'll be some advertisements going out. As a matter of fact, I'm working with some people right now, and we're talking uh, about a boat cruise uh, in 2024. Is that right, Robin? Yes, Hello. April April 2024. Yes. Yeah, Five-day April. cruise, yeah. Monday through Friday, April 22nd through the 26th. Stay tuned. 22nd through the 26th. Yeah, it's a five-day cruise. And yes. we'll be doing that, and we're expecting uh, a boatload of people. And uh, it'll be, uh, we'll be doing one of the venues or maybe a couple of the venues on the cruise. And we will be presenting the Ronnie Hudson Show, which I'm sure uh you know, you will like if you get a chance to see that. But we'll be there live and in color. And it's a couple of years off of right now, but we're, we've started promoting it already. All right. Anybody else got a question? Hello. Anybody? Anybody got a question? Yes. Uh, oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I just want to know where to follow him at on social media. Oh, Lord. Uh, you can find me on, you'll find me on Facebook, Ronnie Hudson. And you'll also find me on Instagram. I, I, I'm on all of the social media, media uh, networks. You'll be able to find me on those. But I, I'm more active on Facebook, I believe, than anything else. I do a lot of things on Facebook that you'll see. And uh, I love playing the instruments, so I play with the blues band, the, the rock band. I play with a lot of different people. But I am a, a R&B uh, bassist, you might want to say. And I also play the gospel, the, the new contemporary gospel. I do a lot of that. Right. So you'll find uh, me on all of the. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, Al, uh, I mean, Robin, go ahead, Robin. I know you had a question. Go ahead, Robin. Yeah. Uh, uh, what other uh, big opportunities did you have? Were there any other big name bands? that you had opportunity to work with? Well, yes. Excuse me. The first time I went out to do a show with Isaac Hayes, uh, you know, during those days, 
artists would go in the studio and, and do the recording with the with certain musicians, with the recording musicians. And then when they leave out of the studio, they would go out and hire a band to travel with them, and they the band would learn the material, and uh, they would perform those materials. But with Isaac Hayes, he was different. The people that he had, the people that did the recordings, like myself, he would take us on the road with him. So that that way, we didn't have a lot of rehearsing to do, and <laughs> you know. It sounds like the record wherever we go because we're the guys who did the recording. So he he made some smart moves in doing things like that. The other thing is that he he had maybe 200-piece orchestra, symphony orchestra. So every time that we stopped in to do a show, the orchestra would be there. And I I can't name all of the places, but we, we actually started at in uh, Chicago, and of course we did the Apollo and all of the, the big, large places, Howard University, Washington, D.C. But then when we got to Chicago, I, I met a guy named Maurice White, and he came over to me, and he said, listen, I have a band called Earth, Wind, and Fire. We're going to open up for you guys tonight on the Isaac Hayes show. And uh, he said, but we need a bass player. He said, I have a, a cousin named Verdine White, but he's working with another band, and we can't get him to, to, to come over to us. He's doing very pretty good with this other band. And we've listened to you, your recordings and things like that. Man, we would sure love if you could come and work with us. And they said, you'll get a chance to see who we are tonight because we will, we'll be opening up for you guys. Now, do, mind you, during these days, they they were just getting started, mm-hmm. and they didn't have all of the instrumentation and things like that. They didn't mm-hmm. dress that well or anything else. And I explained to them that, um, well, first of all, they went on the stage and opened up, and after they did, Isaac Hayes came back in the dressing room and said, who in the hell got this band? Out here, who who who's responsible for bringing them here? And our road manager raised his hand. He said, "Man, don't you ever bring a band like this <laughs> on the stage with me again? These guys call the fire department, come put the stage out." <laughs> he said, "These guys are incredible. Man, don't ever do that again." Isaac said, "Look, I'll tell you what. We're supposed to be going up now. We're gonna wait 45 minutes because you know when Isaac Hayes come up, he'd be, he'd be like, boom, 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 hello, baby, boom. You couldn't do that. No, that's us with the fire. Those, that's those were the elements up there, and." Uh, the earth. And then he says, we're going to wait 45 minutes. And he left out of the room. And then he came back. No, we're going to wait an hour before we go up there. <laughs> and we waited for an hour. <laughs> and then we, we finally went up on the stage. And here's the crazy thing. Bill Cosby was the MC for the night. I walked out on the stage and everybody looked at me and started applauding. They thought I was Bill Cosby. I think I probably favored him a little when I was younger. But um, 
That was crazy. But the Earth, Wind, and Fire band was so devastating. I mean, you had to wait. You couldn't go behind these guys. So Maurice White approaches me again, and he says, what did I tell you? He said, we're mm-hmm. going to be one of the most popular groups that you've ever heard of in the history of music. And I told him, I said, as far as I'm concerned, you, <laughs> you're that right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, but I won't be able to, to come with the group because with the Isaac Hayes group, there's so much, if I were to leave, you know, to, to bring another bass player in would be almost insane. I, I did all of his recordings, and it would take, we rehearsed, a year and a half or so uh, of practice uh, when we when we brought the symphony orchestra in and things like that, and then there were new songs being added because songs that I did not record with with him uh, I had to learn and, and know those as well as the ones that I recorded. So there was a like a year and a half of just rehearsal to to get that, and I explained that to Maurice White who was the band director of Earth, Wind, and Fire. And I said, you know, if it weren't for that, I, I would consider coming with the group. I said, but there's no way I could leave Isaac Hayes in a position like that. He would have to go back. This is his first outing, so he would have to go back to Stacks and practice for another year and a half or so to break in a new bass player. And, you know, I had to turn it down. But that was one of the other huge artists that, that asked, you know, me to actually play with them. And then after that, it just got, it. I mean, I became the band director for Luther Ingram. Uh, I had this guy named Rufus Thomas who came into the picture of Stax. And he, uh, he came in, he said he had a song called The Breakdown he wanted to do. And he was like, break it, break it, break it on them, break, break, break it bring it on down and we recorded that and he said man it's okay but it just don't sound funky enough and I said let's try this boom and skip the guitar player and Willie Hall the drummer for Stack mm-hmm. they all just fell in the engineer recorded it without us knowing it mm-hmm. and the next thing we knew we had recorded a, <laughs> a multi platinum hit for Rufus Thomas mm-hmm. and mind you Rufus was uh, the DJ on, on on one of the well he was a DJ for the biggest largest radio station in Memphis WDIA so really? were the, and he was a stack mm-hmm. so when, whenever Stacks would put out any kind of music it would go straight to WDIA and believe me it was a hit and of course, uh, breakdown. It was became one of the, his big hits, like many others that he broke on his radio station. Mm-hmm. And it just, it, you know, it was good, and it just, it just kept going and going and going. Uh, there was Steve Cropper. I'd never seen any during those days, which was the, like the seventies. They had whites and blacks working together and that just didn't happen in the south but this was different stack records uh, i had never heard of anything like that because where i came from washington dc i'm sure you guys saw the five heartbeats and uh 
I, I would be in those on the road traveling going from D.C. to Delaware and places like that, and the police would stop us and make us take all of our stuff out. When I, when they made the five heartbeats, that spoke for a lot of musicians who lived during that era, and mm-hmm. they would make us take all of our stuff out of the car and put it all back in, laugh at us, and, you know, say, yeah, we're going to let you go. Go buy you some chicken, you know, and things like that. We we really went through the racial thing. And uh but uh we made it to where we are today. And out of it came a lot of goodness. So right now mm-hmm. I have a I have a new book that's out like I like I mentioned. And I have a choir, thirteen piece choir that I'm working with right now. We're doing contemporary gospel. So I'm going to uh, release some new material on them. And then I have a, a rapper artist that I, I have a song called It's Going Down that we're going to put out on this on the rapper. And uh, the song It's Going Down is not just a, a song that loops over and over. It's got, uh, it's got production. It's, it's really well produced and it has changes in it and it's it's really different, and uh, I'm gonna take it over and, and let Snoop take a listen to it. Uh, I, I'm not, and I know <laughs> already know what he's gonna want to do with it. And uh, you know we we do we're still doing stuff. You know, mm-hmm. it, it gets better and better mm-hmm. as we go along. Yeah. So that, that's right. quite, that's quite a bit of what's been going on with me, with Ronnie Hudson. We got a EP. We got a young, uh, talented artist by the name of EP. He has some questions. Go ahead, EP. Okay. Hi, yes, sir. Hey. Okay. Yeah, how you doing, Mr. How you doing? EP? I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm thank you. Especially blessed being able to talk to you, and uh, thank you for everything you've done uh, for music. Um, I am a, I'm a singer as well as a bass player. So, first thing I want to know. What do you play right now? What, what's the actual choice? What, what kind of instrument? Well, I know it's I'm a sorry. bass, but uh, what type of bass do you play right now? What kind? Which, which bass do you yes, I play a five-string. I play, I play a five-string Fender bass. It's, it's, a, it's a custom bass uh, mm. made by Fender. As a matter of fact, Fender will be endorsing me here pretty soon, and uh, I'm having... And I'm I'm gonna request uh, uh you know when they when they do that they ask you you know what kind of bass would you like and how would you like to have you know have it made so uh, I would like to have the Hudson bass by Fender and I'm asking that it's you know that it's connected by with Bluetooth amplifier Bluetooth bass. And of course, you have you can use the cord, the jack, if you'd like to. But that's what I'm asking for. And, uh, wow! Like that's what's gonna happen? Yeah, you can do it wireless. You know. So uh, that's what I'm looking at right now. And I actually oh, uh, use Defender bass, but there are other bases that I have used that I like. But I think you know the Fender bass have been my choice throughout the year. 
so I've used that uh, nearly on everything. All of the recordings I did used the Fender bass. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so I do Ibanez have a custom. Avenez is good. It's a, it's a cool instrument. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry, four string, five string. Uh, well, I have a four string and five string. I I just like the feel of them, but um, I want to buy yours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when yours come out, Robin, you gotta let me know. <laughs> He's like, Robin, no, I'm buying yours. Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Well, I have one that was made in 19, a Stingray that was made in 19, I think 59 or something like that. And it was very mm. rare that you would see one of those. And uh, Stax, Stax Record Company now is a museum. And they're asking me to bring a, a base to put into the glass enclosure. I'm, I, I'm, you know, they're asking me to sign it. And after I sign it, bring it there and put it in the in the glass enclosures it to be, you know, sort of sit there and uh with my signature on it. And uh it'll be there long after I'm out of here. <laughs> but that's what they're mm-hmm. asking for. So I may use the stingray for that. And the only thing they request is that I play the bass first. And, and then bring it to them. So more than likely that'll take place uh, within the near future. That is awesome. That is awesome. I, I have one more question. Okay, for me, there's a lot of bass players that I sure. know I'm listening to and I'm following. But for you, when you started playing bass, was there a bass player that you followed that you know, you thought was awesome. You know, um, I did follow James Jamerson, and then mm-hmm. later on we we became friends. Uh, but um, when I, I lived in Washington D.C., as I, as I mentioned, and mm-hmm. I, I I had a friend of mine who had a band. And he told me, he said, Ronnie, you're, you're destined to, to go places and do some major things. And I didn't understand what he meant. But he, I could hear a song. Now, mind you, there was no such thing as YouTube and none of that mm-hmm. sort of stuff when I was a young kid. Uh, there was nothing like that. If you heard a song on the radio, you better get it then, <laughs> the first time around. <laughs> Or you go someplace and find a jukebox and keep putting quarters in until you learn it. So your ear had to be sharp. I had no idea what was going on with me. And my friend kept telling me, you're going to be somebody because you can hear these songs and play them right off the top. He says, I know bass players have been playing for 10 years. They can't do that. And I had only been playing for six months. And I was having fun with it. It wasn't work. It was fun. And he was telling me how amazing that was. Well, I never paid that any attention. Like I said, I was having fun learning these these songs. And he said, you know, he wanted me to play in the band with him. He said, learn one good song and come back and let me hear what it sounds like. 
Well, I learned 10 songs and brought them all back mm. to, let, to let them hear. And I played with the jukebox <laughs> at this club that he, where he was. And he couldn't tell the bass, my playing from the bass on the jukebox. Mm. And I had no idea how talented that I was. I had no clue. It was just fun to me. And it wasn't work. To other musicians, it was work for them. But for me, it was fun. So I learned 10 songs. And he was amazed. You know, at first I told him I couldn't do it. And he said, uh, you would make a great bass player. And I said, well, what is the bass? Because I had no idea what the bass was. And Mm. he showed me what the bass was. And he was trying to convince me to play with the band. I said, man, I could never do that. But then he got me. He says, listen, you can hum. He said, you hum every song on the radio just like the bass player plays. I said, I do? He said, yeah. And he says, you know, you can, and this is where he got me. He said, anything you hum, you can play. I said, really? He said, yeah. So he got me a bass guitar. And I took it home, and that stayed in my mind. Anything that you hum, you can play. And that's that was the beginning of the Ronnie Hudson move on the, on the instrument. And uh, I could hear nearly anything, all of the little, little notes in between, little stuff that people would miss. I could find all of it and play it. Like, and, you know, just really uh, love like doing I- it. That sounds like, like Al. Wasn't a job. <laughs> that sounds like Al. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, there are other people like that as well. And yeah. I didn't know anything about reading music or anything like that. I mean, now I do have some idea of what reading music is about and things like that. But I had no idea, you know. But there was no such thing as uh, nobody actually did any reading. You had to have a good ear. And uh, this one guy in Washington, D.C. asked me, said, what kind of music do you play? And I told him, was that R&B? He said, well, you're not a musician yet. <laughs> and he said, do you know any jazz? I said, jazz? He said, yeah, tunes. And, you know, Stella Bastard, like he was naming stuff. And I'm like, what? And then that caught my interest. Because mm-hmm. he says, I'm not, you're not a musician yet. So I had to prove to him that I, <laughs> that I was a musician, that I could play anything. And I had to prove that to myself, too. So I set mm-hmm. out to learn Misty and all of these songs. After mm-hmm. learning them, there were so many different changes and things were so different with the jazz. Whenever somebody mm-hmm. would put an R&B song in front of me, it was so even with even got easier to learn because now I had all of this experience experience with playing, you know, the jazz stuff to the R&B stuff became like nothing to play. And I had a better Mm -hmm. idea of where I was. And the same gentleman who told me I was not a musician, one day he told me, said, now you're a musician. He was a saxophone (laughs) player, a great one. He, oh, and he, he gave me a crown. He said, I'm going to put this crown on your head because now you're a musician. And uh, <laughs> and I just kept it going, man, to where we are today, you know. 
Awesome. Now, in um, my awesome. book, you read all of this, too. You, you'll, you'll read this. I, I have the book out there, and uh, I'm going to mm-hmm. make sure I send the radio station one, and uh, yeah. I'll do that within the next day or so, and uh, we'll, we'll get that out there. And, and you know, if there's any comments, then I'll be glad to take, you know, answer to the comments or questions. We've got, a, we got another question for you, uh, Mr. No Weapon. Go ahead. Um, Mr. Hudson, I, I I just I just read and I didn't even know this that uh you co produced the old school artist Luther Ingram's song, It's Loving You Is Wrong, I Don't Wanna Do Right. Um and I wanted to know I, what was Yes, I did. What was the what was how did you guys come up with that song that song title? Well, there were yeah. two brothers that were songwriters work for Stack Records. They were songwriters for Stack Records. And they gave Luther this song. And Luther came down the hall one day at Stack and he was saying, Loving you was wrong. Oh, loving you was wrong. Oh. Luther was, had a lot of gospel in him. And he was singing it like a gospel song. Loving you was wrong. I don't want to be right. I don't want to be right. I don't want to be right. <laughs> <laughs> And he said, Ronnie, listen to this. Listen to this. And he sang it to me, right, just like that. <laughs> and I said, I said, I said, Luther, I said, those lyrics are beautiful. I said, you know, they're, they're so beautiful. You know, if you sing them fast, it, 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 you don't get the, the, the story. He said, Ronnie, are you telling me this is a ballad? I said, yes. And he said, if loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. And that's how mm-hmm. it got started. Mm-hmm. And then, well, we, were, we went to Muscle Show Sound to do this track. And when we got there, Luther kept saying, wow, 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 wow. And I was like, Luther, what are you trying to say? Because he wasn't a musician. <laughs> he said, that's, I hear this on the beginning of the record. Wow, wow. I said, well, what kind of instrument do you hear? He said, I don't know. So I saw uh, a crybaby lying over in the corner. And uh, you you know the foot pedal. Mm -hmm. It's called a crybaby. And it, it was lying over in the corner. And I told the guy, I said, listen. You ever used this before? He said, "Man, we have no idea how this works." <laughs> I said, "Plug it in," because Luther kept saying that. Wow! <laughs> and and we plugged it in, and the guy hit it, and I heard the pluck, plow, plow, plow. It didn't sound right. So I told the guy, I think his name was Barry Masters, and I said, "Listen." I see that pedal, when you move it, it's got a different sound. He said, yeah. I said, I'll tell you what. Push the pedal down and hit the note and then raise up off of the pedal. And so the note sounds like it's just coming out of the air, if we can do that. And he did it and things said, wow. Mm-hmm. I said, now, if you could play two more notes like that, wow, wow. And he did it. 
Luther said, that's it. <laughs> Luther jumped up. He said, that's it, man. That's it. That's what I've been hearing. That's it. I said, okay, let's try that. Hmm. And I told the engineer, I said, record it. Don't let anybody know. You know. And I just gave him, the, I said, I gave him, I winked at him. And we started it off and we counted it off. And it was a one take. Wow. And I did it on the Wow Wow. And after that, there was another part that I had put on. One of the old guitar parts. And we we put that on. And after that, I took it back to Stack Records. And when I took it in the Stacks, I played the cassette to Isaac. And Isaac Cage, he listened to it. He said, man, nobody in this company have any kind of sound like this. Nobody produces like this. You had to have done this. <laughs> I said, yeah, I, I, I said, I did. I, I produced it. And he said, man, wow. he said, look at, he said, I had no clue that we had this kind of talent in here. He said, man, you're mm-hmm. brand, you're coming up with something brand new, different than nothing. We've never heard anything like this. And there, that's how we got. If loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. Well, and you had, when I got back to stacks. You had every, you had every woman in my family when that song come on. They was about to piss on themselves. So y'all did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I know one thing. When we got back to stacks, uh, the, the guys from 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 uh, these were all white guys who played on this. They were recording Aretha Franklin, everybody, Muscle Shows Sound, Muscle Shows Alabama, and Muscle Shows Sound. And uh, they sent me a check for $10,000, which that was a nice check during those days, a $10,000 check and a letter, and asked me to come back to produce with them because I was the only person that had ever come there that understood their, their number method. Mm-hmm. They had a number of methods of how they did their production. And they said, you're the only one that's ever come here. I said, you got to be kidding me. I said, you guys have had Atlantic Records, all of the big ones here. He said, you're the only one that's mm-hmm. ever come here and understood our, our number method and was able to record with us. And we want you here on a permanent basis. But I never received a letter Isaac Hayes got the letter. He kept it, never told me about it, and sent him the check back. I found out about that 10 years later. Wow. Things like that. Wow. He wasn't going to let anybody take me out of stacks. That was out of the question. And then he said, now, I know you did this. (laughs) But he he was on your way. I can hear him now. You're on your way, Ronnie. You're on your way, Ronnie. (laughs) You're on your way, Ronnie. You're on your way. (laughs) Yeah, baby. (laughs) But I tell you, man, that 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 this 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 journey has been an awesome journey for me. You know, I've always kind of remained humble, and I'm a man of faith. And you know, it, it uh, my faith has just it just took mm-hmm. me places, and mm-hmm. you know, 
and to the, to today, I have a song right now called "That's All I Know." And you can tell if you listen to "Eleven Years Wrong" and you hear this song, you know it's me. Because oh, wow. you can say whatever you want, you can't you can't take away a person's ability, something that they do, their style and their method. You can steal from them, but you can never take away that that feeling that they have that they put into their music. And once you hear this song that I'm telling you about, I'm going to actually put it out there. But once you hear it, you'll know that it's a Rodney Hudson song. It's really pretty. It's probably a better song than If Loving You Is Wrong. It's more up-to-date. It's today's music. So um, I have a couple of things coming that I think the, the whole world will appreciate. All right. Any questions? Anybody else? Anybody else? Al, you got a question? Al, I know you yes. sitting there. Yes. Put your hand okay, raised yes. high. Ooh, 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 ooh. Go ahead. <laughs> yes. I, I'd like to say, man, um, it is it is absolutely wonderful, man, to um, to even talk with you and to listen to your story. You have an awesome story. And I like when you said uh, about when Maurice came to you and Maurice wanted you to play with the group, and but you you didn't do it because of uh, your dedication and what you had going on with Isaac Hayes. And we all know that if you would have taken that that gig, then it could have been some backlash at the same time with have somebody you know. We know how musicians are. I'm a musician, and we know how that goes. And and, and you know your dedication, it, it is awesome. And also, um, I hate daughter. I used to sing in a, a gospel group, and uh, it was a gospel quartet. And and I hate daughter. She was the keyboardist for the group, and we, we went a lot of places. And also. Uh, on for stacks is do Abel own stacks now? Uh, well, actually, no, he does not. Um, <clears throat> these guys, uh, stacks was actually put in pawn, you could say, and they, they, you know, different owners uh, uh, came about as Al did. They get two, three million dollars on a loan or whatever, and they weren't able to pay it back. I kind of believe that's what happened. I'm not certain, but that's what I was told. And then okay. stacks, and they took all of the stacks, uh, all of the product, all of everything the stacks owned. I think it, from the last I heard, Columbia Records owned it. I think uh, that's who got the, gave them the loan, and. But now Stax is a museum, and uh, uh, hopefully, and with, the, with God's help, I'll be able to put a bass guitar in there in the near future, and they want me to sign it and bring it and put it in the glass enclosure. And um, it, it's a really nice something to see. If you ever get a chance to go to Memphis, is on East Macklemore. If you ever get a chance to go there, it's it's surely worth seeing. You would love 
the, the things that you will see. You'll see Johnny Taylor, all of his gear and, you know, albums that he did and the whole Johnny uh, Taylor showcase. You'll see the, the it's, it's magnificent. You, of course, you'll see the Isaac Hayes Cadillac. You remember when they had the gangster-looking Cadillacs back in the day? Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the big headlights and the gold, how the guys used to put the gold all around it during the 70s. He he had one of those with a TV and a telephone in it. And it's on display at Stacks. And it's on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. And the pedestal turns very slowly. If you get too close to it, you'll hear Isaac Hayes' voice. Say, well, get away from my car. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's uh, it's really nice to see. And of course, they have the glass enclosure with all of his gear, his albums, and things like that. Um, it, it, you know, some of the musicians have passed away. Majority of them are still around. Willie Hall, he was the drummer. For stacks and and on the Isaac Hayes stuff, he still lives in Memphis, Tennessee. He's still doing gigs and things like that. Um, oh, wow. Then the three girls, Pat, Rose, and Diane, uh, they were called Hot Butter and Soul. He made an album called Hot Butter Soul, and those ladies are still around. At the time, little did I know, they also they used to do the background. For Isaac Hayes, of course, but then they did all the background for Aretha Franklin during those days. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was quite yeah, it, it was something to 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 see this and be a part of all of that. It was, it, it, I mean, it's still I I still can't believe a lot of it to this day, you know. And to me, I was just like, like a peanut, <laughs> a little small part of it other people don't see it that way they they see me as having a huge part to play but yeah, to me it was part. Just, yeah, you know then from, the gangsters from, were involved from listening to you yeah from listening to you you played a big part in stacks I mean you know I mean you from, were the part mm-hmm. yeah exactly the, the producing you know the music that you put out and you know you like, you know, Al said you didn't leave, you know, Isaac to go to Earth, Wind, and Fire. I mean, look at them today, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you were loyal to where you, you know, where you, who brought you in and and you stayed there. And, and now, you know, and then you took your talent, you know, to the West Coast and now look at you. You know what I mean? You know, we, you know, That's I, I uh, yeah, just like you said, you have a story, you got a book. And and you still got history with you, a lot of history. I don't. They need them. They need to do you know, a song I, on I, you. <laughs> they right. really do. They need an song. You know, somebody said something like that. You need an song. Yeah, you I've need somebody needs to connect. Somebody needs to con- contact them, man. You you have too much history with you. You know, the go-go scene and then disco scene, the funk scene, now, you know, gospel. Mm-hmm. You got too much, too much blues. You got, it's too much out there that people should know. You should, you should have been on Unsung. You should have been on Unsung. Mm-hmm. Been on it. 
When they did Isaac Hayes, D- did someone have cast, you should have did yours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, they never mentioned me. Now, Johnny Baylor was, uh, he he was kind of on the gangster side. And he was Luther England's manager. And he and I kind of had a falling out. Because when Love and You Was Wrong came out, he took full advantage of everything. And mm-hmm. we didn't like each other. So he told Luke, he said, I'm not going to put Ronnie's name on nothing. Wow. So he didn't. But um, there were other people who did the research and uh, they act, other people actually put my name out there to let the, the to let the, the you know people know that Ronnie Hudson actually did those those things, those songs for Luther Ingram. Many songs I did for him. We actually had the answer to if loving you is wrong, I don't wanna be right. That I that I produced while we were at the Muscle Show Sound. <clears throat> nobody ever heard that, and uh, they—they they, nobody ever doesn't even. They, people don't even know that there was an answer to the song. If loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. And the song, the answer to the loving you is wrong, was just as devastating as loving you is wrong itself. And oh, wow. uh, I'll see if I can get uh, some lyrics or something. And and I'll send them to Robin, and I may be able to get some music too because I did record that song as well. We recorded 21 songs at Muscle Shows Alabama in one week. Mm. That's because when we got there, we already had everything on a cassette. We knew what we wanted to do. We didn't have to. We didn't have to guess at anything, and uh, that that's how we were able to do that. And I think that's why those guys wanted me to come back because they had never seen those many songs. Nobody ever recorded those many songs in a week's time. Uh, right. it, it was it, the whole scene was just devastating, you know, to learn the wild wild to learn. These guys had never used anything like that before in their lives, so we really did. It, you know, we we did something. You know. Well, um, I'm one of those people, like, to me, I've, I've never done enough, kind of humble, I guess you could say. To me, I've never done enough, you know, and, and I, I see where there's more to do, more and, and better stuff to do. That's what I see even now, you know, that, that's we got, me on the inside. We got a couple more questions, uh, Mr. Ronnie. Uh, Mr. No Weapon? Mm-hmm. Another question, and then we got EP. Yeah. Uh, 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 Mr. Okay. Runny, um, um, West Coast Pop Lop, of course, uh, we all know that, you know, well, some of us know that uh, Zappa Roger did the California Love in 1980s, and then Tupac and Dre came back in 1995 along with that, I mean, along with Roger Trotman of Zappa Roger, and that song went like so million. When, what were you? What was your reaction, or what was your feeling when Tupac and Dre and Roger Troutman redid it in 1995, and it just went crazy around the world? 
what was your reaction? <laughs> you probably had a big to smile on To be honest with you, <laughs> I had a big smile, but I wasn't surprised because when I put it out there, I think it went gold, and I knew somebody else was going to pick it up. The other thing is, Nobody had ever, you know, the music belonged to Roger Trotman that I used, So Rough, So Tough. That was his music. And I was the first one on the West Coast to ever take somebody, maybe in the first person period, to ever use somebody else's music and put my lyrics to it. And after I did that, it seemed like the world started doing it. Uh, it, it, It just, everybody started using other people's melodies and, I mean, even to this day. And then after that came what you call samples. So I I believe I started a lot of stuff in in the music industry by doing that because nobody had ever done that before. I, as a matter of fact, I argued the point. I I was at Stack Records and used to playing everything, you know, from a natural standpoint. I didn't believe in copying anybody's stuff. And this manager that I had, he kept telling me, he said, Ronnie, we're going to use Roger Trotman music, and you're going to write the West Coast pop lock to it. And I said, man, let's put our own music, man. I, we don't, I don't do no stuff like that. I said, I've never heard anything like that before. He said, well, I think we're starting something. We could start something. We didn't realize we were starting West Coast hip-hop. That's what, turned out, that's what it turned out to be. And I went along mm-hmm. with this program. Mm-hmm. And there you go. We we started West Coast hip hop, so um, that took uh, an effect. And next thing I knew, people were doing it left and right, and well, still least, do it to this day. Well, at least you, well, at least you're not sounding like how they did uh, Little Richard. They gave me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you, um, when now the question was just asked, how did I feel once uh, these other people started doing the the, the, the changing it and, and you know using the hook to make their own music? Um, I felt very, I felt overwhelmed uh, for one thing. The other thing is that um, I started getting all sorts of trophies. All, I mean, just nothing but the trophies. And then the next thing I knew, I had Grammys every time somebody do it. And then the next thing I knew, I had a multi-platinum. People were getting platinum and was very happy with that. I would have been too. But multi-platinum I had never dreamed of. But then here, here comes multi-platinum, and everything else that you can name comes with it. And those are the titles that I hold today right now um, as we speak. And uh, uh, I'm looking forward to putting some contemporary gospel out. I would like to get the Stella Award and, and along with some more Grammys if, if, uh, if that's possible. So that's what I'm reaching for now. But that was a great feeling to hear somebody else do that. Not just somebody, but you've got people like uh, Snoop Dogg. He <laughs> he went overboard with the West Coast pop lock. 
And like I said, he and I have got a version of it out right now, and he's rapping on it, you know, and it's it's pretty cool. It's real nice. And uh, But there's so many people who, who've done it. There's a gospel version of the West Coast Pop Lock. And uh, there's so many. And then there's this hillbilly guy who who did it. I don't know if you ever heard that version of it. It was pretty good, too. I think he's from one of those... Uh, country and western towns what's that one out there in Tennessee I think he's from out there someplace Nashville and uh, Grand Nashville Grand Ole Opry and that, that sort of thing and I think he did it and it became a huge success and I won't mention the fact that I made so much money I don't know how much um, there's no way to count it <laughs> and they say, mm-hmm. I, I remember they used to make fun of people get one hit, you know, one, uh, what they call it, a one hit. One hit wonder. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but nobody made fun of this one. <laughs> nobody sure said didn't. anything about this one. <laughs> uh, I, got, I got one more question. Uh, EP, you got another question? Oh yeah, well, wow. So for me, I'm I'm really uh, I'm at awe right now. But have you have you thought about writing more R and B for people today? I think some of your writing style, your production style, I think um, people are begging for it. Um, I did a song myself that. Um, I didn't realize, but, um, you know, you, Isaac Hayes, you know, that whole feel influenced it. Um, and I think, you know, that music that you produced um, in the past, as you can see, a lot of people are sampling it, doing it, you know. Um, man, you know, I, I think more artists... Um, I think you can really boost a lot more artists now um, with that sound. Um, if you look at, there's this young group, uh, what was that young group? Um, from California, the guys, uh, the drummer that sings, what's his name? Uh, um, Bruno Mars and uh, Anderson Pop, who we did uh, mm-hmm. a few old school songs. But just imagine if... Mm-hmm they could come out with originals that are that strong. I mean, you know, I think you can still influence music, um, even with the, even with the things that you probably have in your mind now, in your head now. So, um, but anyway, that was, that's my thing. Mr. Mr. Ronnie, uh, I I can write for for Bruno Mars. Yeah. I could write for him. There's no problem. Mr. Ronnie, uh, this is DJ Sean again. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to get with Robin uh, tomorrow, and um, I would love to bring you back, uh, you know, one night that's uh, suitable for your schedule so I can play, mm-hmm. um, you know, these artists that are on with us tonight so I can play their music for you, strictly for you, and you can give them, you know, your 
uh, constructive criticism on their production and, you know, what you think uh, about their music and, you know, you know, just your expertise mm-hmm. on on that one night. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if you would love, you know, if you were able to do that, I'm quite sure these artists would love, you know, to hear your opinion about their music and how their music is doing real good that today. Would, that, yeah. yeah. That Mr. would be no awesome. Web, yeah, Mr. No Weapon, the one that did the talk yeah, that, box for that, you. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. Where 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 does he where does he live? Mr. No Weapon is from Louisiana. EP um, is from Virginia. Al is from Georgia, and we got another young lady. That, she's from uh, Michigan, South. No, Indiana. She's from Indiana. Indiana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. How about that? Yes, That's sir. Awesome. Yeah. And, you know, I, just if uh, he, he was out here. Oh no! Go ahead. I'm sorry. I keep mm-hmm. cutting you off. I'm sorry. I was gonna say if the, the talk box him, if he was out this way, I'd give him a job. <laughs> he, he plays it that well. <laughs> I actually give him a job, and I do a lot. Yeah. He ain't gonna leave the Louisiana yeah. women. <laughs> hey, 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 well, hey, hey, that ain't true. I tell you I, what, um, Robin have my number. You know, I wouldn't mind. She could. Uh, distributed to you guys, the guys that I spoke with. I don't have a problem with that. And any way that I can help you guys, you know, you, you just give me a call and let me know, and uh, I'll see what I can do. I, I know quite a few people that may be able to help you with your materials and getting your stuff out. It's just hard to get your stuff out these days because you got to know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's not many doors open. So when I come across people who, who have great material and they don't, they can't get it out, and I try to help them, to, you know, to get it out there. So, so and once people hear your stuff and it's really good, I mean, it takes off, and you take off with it. You know, it's just getting people to hear it is di- difficult sometimes. Let's do this, uh, Mr. Um, Mr. Ronnie. Uh, I'll get with Robin tomorrow, and we'll. F- I'll look at my schedule for the first week in the first week in September. Uh, that first week in September, figure out a date, bring you back, mm-hmm. and then we'll just bring these artists on that are on right now, and just have uh, a listening party, okay. you know, strictly for you. And then we'll we'll go forward. That How's great. that sound? How's that sound, you guys? That sound fair? That's it. EPL. Awesome. Awesome. No weapon. EP. Now wait a minute. No 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 no, Robin. Let no. <laughs> no you don't don't hurt the guys' royalties now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, Mr. Uh, no weapon, give give give, uh, give Mr. Ronnie another uh, California love, man, straight from the heart. <laughs> okay, hold on, just a second. Who was on? We had somebody on one night, Mr. Ronnie. It was a legend on 
and Mr. No Weapon did that. And he was amazed at that. He was amazed at that that night as well too. See, this is the, the and see, my show is my show is 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 made up to help talented independent artists that have a following that are positive in the industry, and I try to help them with networking with the right people to try to get these guys a better look than what they're getting looked at now. You know what I'm saying? And I'm the only show, I'm the only show that does this because I, I'm connected with a lot of people in the industry as well. Um, Motown, cats from Motown, Def Jam, all those labels. And um, uh, like Rick James's brother, he's a good, uh, uh, Johnson. He's a, big brother and like a mentor to me and he you know i turned to him for a lot of influence and stuff like that and he comes on the show and listens to these artists as well too and gives them constructive criticism yeah uh butch butch dale butch dale butch dale he's from the dc area you might know him he uh he was with bon mason and uh uh, bounce no that was yeah you were gone before them yeah you were gone yeah but uh yeah he was with bond mason and them from out of baltimore yeah and vinnie vinnie okay vinnie, uh, i'm aware of him yeah yeah and and vinnie the one that wrote for uh uh she wrote for blue magic their hit um sideshow yeah she was with um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. them cats up there in um uh, Philadelphia, she's a good friend of mine. Well, she comes on when she's able to come on as well when I invite her on. Yeah, but I would love, you know, get you back in a week and and let you listen to these 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 young these I call them young men and young ladies music. Man, you you're gonna be you're gonna be satisfied. I guarantee you that. Yeah, you're gonna be amazed. All right. Well, I'm looking talented. forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Definitely. Well, just give me a hit. Uh, Mr. No Weapon, you set up. Hit me you back. Gotta... I'm ready. All right, go ahead, Mr. No Weapon. This is this is for you, uh, Mr. Ronnie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I need you to be available, you know, for this night to come on so you can show your skills. 
you know, she, mm-hmm. she was to so it worked out. It worked out as well. Yes, sir. Man, <laughs> that's beautiful, bro. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you. Hey, Mr. Hudson, Mr. Hudson. more than you ever know. Yes, sir. Yeah. Mr. Hudson, I just want to say thank you for your uh, contribution uh, uh, through music. And uh, I, I'm from Louisiana, but but California, uh, Louisiana ain't holding me back. I know what California is, baby. <laughs> 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 right, well, you, you, you got my number. Yeah, you, they'll give it to you. And I'm going to be doing some boat trips and going over overseas and Dubai whole bunch of stuff. So if you you up for going out there and trying to do something, let me know. Mm, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, hey. Let me know. Wow. All right, Mr. No Weapon. I'm going to be heading out. Oh, huh. oh, 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 hey, yes, oh. Mr. Hudson, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs> this has been awesome, fellas. Very good. Awesome. I appreciate yeah. you so much. Hey, no, we appreciate you taking time out of your schedule, man, and and able to be here on the show and you know giving us some. Man, a lot of history, a lot of history, you know, about about the music that you come across, the music that you created, the first to do so. You know, like I said, um, I'm going to have to reach out to um, uh, James Bell. You know, James Bell, his dad, his brother's Archie Bell and the Drells. He, he oh, has a yeah, friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he has a friend that... That's uh, one of the executives for the unsung. I'm gonna reach out to I'm gonna reach out to him tomorrow, man, and see and see what it takes, you know, to to get you on uh on one of them, man. Yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. That would you be are, awesome. Connect yes, you with connect you with James and stuff, and you know he he's out there in California too. He still does stuff with uh Oh, okay. Um uh Daz Band. The Daz Band. Yeah, he was with the Daz Band. Oh yeah. Yeah, Daz Band. It was, that, that was one of my favorite groups. Yeah. He was with them and he was with um yeah, I... uh I can't remember the other group. Uh it'll come to me later. I see, I see the name, but mm-hmm. I can't even pronounce it. They're a popular group too. Um, damn, what's the name of that group? I can't remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When it comes to my mind, I tell Robin, Robin, uh, and Robin, us in the tea. Yeah. New birth, okay. new birth. That's the name of the group. New birth. New, oh, new, new birth. birth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was with new, new birth too. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And you know, I lived in Atlanta for 16 years. Oh so wow. I I have a lot of friends out there right now. Uh, the SOS band, some other groups out there. Reggie Ward, and those guys. 
and uh, I, I know quite a few people here. Yeah, we just had and, uh, uh, John I'm, John Simpson. John John Simpson, right? L. John Simpson the third, the second. Correct. Yes, SOS band on. He was on uh, last month. He was on with okay. us last month. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh How about Al, that? Al works. Al that? does. Al does some production work for Cameo and uh, SOS band and them as well. Uh, Mr. Ronnie, and he's a producer, and he's an engineer, and he's a singer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All Al, right. Al's our Jamaican. Yeah. 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 You guys probably knew Harvey Scales and those guys too, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I have two friends out there. As a matter of fact, I'll be out this way in about maybe a month from now. I'll be in Los Angeles. I mean, in... Uh, in uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, let me know there. so I can make arrangements and come down to Atlanta because I'm in Charlotte. Yeah, I'll come down there. Oh, man, you close by, yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'd like I definitely to, I'd will. Like to, I'd like to drive up also and meet you myself. I'm, I'm about 94 miles from Atlanta. Okay. Well, I will be there. I'll tell you what, uh, I'll let Robin know. And um she she uh, she'll give you she'll let you know. She'll give you a call. Yep. And I will wow. let you guys know like a month or a month or so, maybe two, three weeks ahead of time. Yeah, we maybe got we can got sit down and have a little powwow. Oh yeah, got me sit got yeah, me we'll sit down and have a little powwow. <laughs> Got me singing MC Shad song in Atlanta. In, in Atlanta. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that that's home for me. That that's home for me. When I get to Atlanta, I'm home. All right. Mm-hmm. The strange thing is, I don't go to Washington D.C. at all. <laughs> oh wow! Wow. I'm yeah, a I'm a nothing I'm there Maryland but politicians, boy. you know. Yeah, I'm a Maryland boy myself, but I don't go home like nothing either. Yeah, hmm. I'm a I'm a DMV boy myself, yeah. but I don't go home like nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Yes, sir. Well, Mr. Hudson, well, Mr. Hudson, I appreciate you, and like I said, I'll get with Robin tomorrow, bring you back in a week, and and get you bring you back on, and get you these young men and ladies music and. You know, have a listening party with, with Mr. Uh, Ronnie Hudson. Yeah. Wow. All right. That's going to sound, that, that sounds great. I'll be right here. I'll be waiting for you. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to make sure I do the flyer and everything and, um, you, know, just have, right. you know, just have a listening session for these, for these, for these, uh, great young men and they, they need it, man. They need it. Um. Mm-hmm. And when it's coming from a pioneer, a legend, mm-hmm. and an icon such as yourself, that that's what makes it. That just puts the icing on the cake right there. Boom. Yes, sir. Well, I like what you said, you know, that you're always trying to help people get places, you know, get them going and 
get their, their music heard and stuff like that. I think that's awesome on your part because it's oh, yeah. hard to find people who will actually do anything for you. And, you know, oh. everybody talk a good game, but when it really comes down to it, it it never turns out, for some reason, it never turns out the way they say and it's good oh, yeah. to, to be to, to speak with somebody who says they're going to do something and they get done. Mm-hmm. And yes. that's what that's what I that's what I that's what our uh, artists of today need. They need people that they can trust. It's not going to beat them out of their money and and actually show them how to work BMI and how to do the paperwork and how to have the check come to their box and their mailbox instead of going to somebody else's mailbox. Yep, working on working on mm-hmm. some stuff behind the scenes for some artists now. You know, uh, trying to help them out with their royalties yeah. and stuff where they got sh- shafted with their money and stuff like that. Working on that now for a couple of big good artists that I I care about. Yeah, see, yeah. see and those things are so necessary because that, that's how you get paid. You know. Yep. And that's the part that nobody wants you to know about. When you, you know, signing a record deal, uh, you have to be very careful because nowadays they want, you know, part of your royalties. And then not only that, when you go on the road to travel, they want a part of that these days. You know, they they want whatever you make out there on the road, a percentage of that too, which is crazy, you know. But that's how um, things go these days. So, Mr. Noeben, you got another uh, we have question to, we you want to ask? Keep... Oh, oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. No- uh, Ronnie. I'm sorry, sir. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Ronnie, I just want to say this, man. Uh, to accomplish everything that you've accomplished over the years, even before I was born, uh, I just want to say, man, you have you have a nice, wonderful, cool down-to-earth attitude, and um, in closing, you know, if, if I was a McDonald's spokesperson, uh, this is what I would say about your whole attitude. This is what I would say about your whole attitude uh, if I was a McDonald's spokesperson. I'm loving you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, <laughs> brother. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, look, this won't be the last time. We'll we'll, we'll talk some more. We'll, That's we'll, right. We'll put it, we'll, we know um, we'll go ahead and chop it up some more, bro. I want to say this, uh, Mr. Hudson, man. Um, thank you for uh, accepting the invitation. And uh, being uh, being with us here on the show, man, and uh, I really appreciate you, um, you know, giving us history and 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 most of all, uh, you know, uh, coming back, you know, to listen to these, you know, to these artists' music, man. That that really uh, it it makes me feel good because my radio show is doing something not only just playing music, but doing something for the artists that need that extra push and need that extra guidance to get them to where they really need to be at. Because these guys, and I'm not just saying it because they're on the line. These guys I work with like on a, 
everyday basis. I mean, I mean, they mm -hmm. I play their music, they send their music, I listen to their music. You know, I try to get their music out to the right DJs that are going to play their music and they can make money off the DJs that play their music instead of DJ just playing their music. You know, they got to get something, some type of conversation mm -hmm. on that. That's why I'm always anal on, you know, stop giving your music to everybody. Give your music to only the ones that's where you're going to compensate from it. And, um, of course, a lot of that's people don't right. like me because I, I'm opinionated. Um, I speak my mind, and I don't care whose toes I step on when it comes to the people that I care about and I work with. And, you know, for someone... Mm -hmm. such as your stature, you know, and the history with you to take time out and join us here, man. It, it means a lot to me. It really does mean a lot to me. Yep. And, and it means a lot to me. And and I'm with you on those things because I've met so many people that don't care. You know, there's, mm -hmm. there's lots of people out there who will take your stuff from you. They'll actually just take it from you if they can. You know, and these, you know, they used to steal your music. Now they steal your ideas. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> you have to be careful who you talk to, who you let listen to your stuff. And we still got the crooks out there. They that that never go away. That never ch changes. Sure so, don't. Um, <laughs> everybody's Definitely after you. But you know what? We've talked about everybody what everybody's done and and uh, what people can do and, and those things. But let's stop for a second, and I would like for everybody to give you a round of applause because of your attitude and what you do to help people get to where, I mean, you, you're still trying to help even now. You, you know, Ronnie Hudson, man, we need to get you on Unsung. And, I mean, there you go again, mm -hmm. you know. So we really need to give you that grace, too. And thank you for a job well done. You know, and you use your station. That's that's big to me uh, to help people get to where they need to be. And um, I, I think that's a, that's worth a, a huge, that's a huge reward uh, that I think you should be looking at. And I think people need to really appreciate a person like yourself, and that's from me to you. That's what I got out of this too, as well. You know, somebody well, like you, man, is you don't see every day. You. You know? yeah. Yeah. yeah, I created, I created yeah. this show back in 2010, and I connected with Robin about three or four years ago, and you know, mm -hmm. I went from I went from a hundred, a hundred some listeners in the beginning, all the way up to over over five million listeners now. You know what I mean? Oh and, my gosh! And, whole, and heard over wow. worldwide, and a Look lot of that. people, a lot of people contact me. Can can I get you, can I can I get my artist on your show? You know, so you can you know because they know that you know they're gonna get the best because I got I have talented people you know, on here that I trust mm -hmm. with their opinions and they let people know, hey, you need to go, mm -hmm. you know, like Al, you mm -hmm. know, Al, Al will tell you straight up, you need to go, you need to fix this, you need to fix that, mm -hmm. 
you know, or I can help you, you know what I'm saying? And that's the type of team that we have. Mm-hmm. We're a fa- we call we call ourselves a dysfunctional family, but we're a family, <laughs> and we look and we look out for you know, one another. We make sure that you know everybody's you know we say good morning. You know you know what I mean. We mm-hmm. say good morning to everybody in the morning, mm-hmm. and you know we cut up, that's we awesome. have fun, and you know and and we just man, act, that's what I'm we talking act about. fools, yeah. man. Yep. Yeah, I call Al. Um, Al is I call about. him. I call him Al Green Davis. Yeah, EP. That's that's EP Barry Teddy. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it, that's what I'm talking about. And see, we're all as as musicians. You know, as as you already know, we speak a different language mm-hmm. than everybody else. But even though we do, it's still universal. That's kind of crazy yes, put it that way, but that's how it works. And um, the musicians, we all really need to stick together. And uh, if we stick together and work together, you'll get the very best out of everything. And you just can't yes, listen to anybody, you know, because they right. got something for you out here. I can't even begin to tell you what I've come in contact with. It's worse than Corona. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> you got it right, brother. That's right. It's worse than Corona. Yes, yeah, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, they know what no. to do for you. That's right. No, that's, that's, that's one. That's one. That's one. Mister No Weapon should have came in and said, "Wait a minute." Okay. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Wow. Hey, this has been great. Man, I appreciate. It. Hey, Mister Mr. Hudson, man. Anytime that you got something coming up, or you know, you need some advertising or something, man, don't hesitate to reach out. We'll get you on. You got a, you know, something coming up. Want to get it out there on a worldwide network? Hey, all you gotta do is. I don't get. I don't care who's on. We're gonna make time for you, and you know, and get. And, and so you can, you know, be heard on what you got going on and what's coming up, and uh, and you can trust man, and believe that's that. That's awesome yes, that sir. you say something. Yeah, man. It's awesome that you say something like that. That's, that's awesome. So, I appreciate you so much. So we we're that, gonna you know? uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, give you the honor. You are Godfather. Hilltop Radio Show Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right now. Yeah. I'm loving it. Mm. Y'all gonna spoil me. Well, I'm definitely gonna, I'm, I'm definitely gonna get back with you. Um, they, they, when the defender people uh, uh, honor me and give me that endorsement. You know that's a real big deal, mm-hmm. and they usually have some type of celebration and things like that. 
So I would definitely call you and, and make you a part of that on the day that it happens. Oh, wow. And, uh, I appreciate that. That would be something nice to bring to your station. Yeah, and let people see that, you know, you're doing big things, you know. Oh, yeah, I appreciate that. And that's that's that's, that's going to be a big one. And uh, yeah, maybe just keep in mind, get, I got you. All right. Maybe you can get Fender to uh, sponsor us or something, <laughs> a commercial or something. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, yeah. you know, you um, know, we're not talking anything that's impossible because that's once right. they recognize who you are, um, you know, we may be able to get them to endorse your station. That means that oh, you can get a check every month for advertising for the products. Yep, so I can pay my help. So I can pay, you know, my help to come on with me each and every night. Yep. That'll be lovely. Well, Al, uh, we're going to have to start working that, on some commercials, brother. <laughs> that's right. That's right. 30 minutes. <laughs> There you go. I mean, 30 seconds, 60 seconds, 90 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I will bring that to their attention, you know. Oh, wow. And, I appreciate uh, that, Mr. I, I will. Oh, yeah. Wow. I sure will, my brother. Yeah. Well, sure well, Robin, will. well and, Robin, this is the break that we were looking for talking about just the other day. <laughs> we hit a lick. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to get my. I'm, I'm ready to get my pockets fat like yours, Mister Hudson. I'm ready here. Ching ching. <laughs> Bless. All I can yeah, see is blessings, 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 blessings. I'm just floating on clouds everywhere. <laughs> what are those commercials? Those commercials are like what twenty five thousand per month or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, something like I that. Have, yeah, um, something. I have a commercial. I have a commercial with Mercedes Benz, um, a Dodge Ram truck, um, a phone company out of um, okay. Houston, and then a couple of local uh, mm-hmm. companies here in, here in Charlotte. And then I've been playing a commercial for uh, Marshall Thompson of the Shy Lights. His last uh, shows are coming up. Uh, I think October the 16th is his last ever show that he's doing. He's retiring. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. How about that? Yeah. And see, there's another yeah, thing. Man, that's you, should, awesome. you should have that's a star awesome. on. You should have a star out there in Hollywood as well, too. Yep. I think, I, I, you know what? I, I probably could get one, but I can't be the one who... Suggested it have to be some, you know. Well, I think it has to be I'm X a, amount of people or something. Well, we're gonna get a petition together and yeah. we're gonna start getting that petition signed. So I'll make sure yeah. I do my research tomorrow into All that. Right. And we're gonna we're gonna start that ASAP. Immediately, that Bernie Mac says immediately. Immediately. <laughs> immediately. Yeah. Here's a guy that's got the number one West Coast song with no star. That's right. I guess that's a that's good place to start right there. There it is. Mm. Whoop, there it is. Lifetime Achievement mm-hmm. Award. Grammys need to look mm-hmm. look at you as well too. Writers. Mm-hmm. The writers, uh Yeah, man. Yeah, we're gonna mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to get some I'm getting ready to get some shit started. Pardon my French. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're like who's this who's yes, this sir. red dude from Charlotte, North Carolina? 
stirring up a bunch of stuff over there. There he goes again. There he goes again. Let's just go ahead and comment to him so he can leave us alone. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, well, well Mr. Husband, man, well, this is it. we're going to let you go. And uh, me and Rob are going to uh, have right. a meet and greet tomorrow, and we're going <laughs> to figure out a day uh, next week, uh, the first weekend, first weekend uh, September to get you back, and then we'll do a listening party here live on the Hilltop Radio Show. Appreciate you. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. That sounds much great. Much love. Much I'm love and respect to, to you. Yes, sir. Thank, yes, sir. You. Thank you, sir. Same to you, and, and you, de- you deserve that yourself. Uh, what you're doing is is awesome. The, the, what you, the work that you're doing to help the artists, that that's just off the chain. Huh? I love it, and I'll remember. I'm down with you on that. You know. Oh wow. Well, at least I know. At least I know I have two. At least I know I have two, three people, well, a handful of people that are. If I go down, they gonna go down with me. Well, that that makes me feel happy. We'll hold hands going down in the water. <laughs> it can't hurt. You know, some of us, some of us can swim. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And this has been, this been a, this has been a perfect night for the DJs. I got some good DJs as well, but they weren't on tonight. This has been a good night for them to be on so I can play their mixes for you as well. You know, they have some talented mm. brothers as well, too. I, I have some stuff from that I've done way back in the day as well, too. But, uh, you know, I I just, I don't know. God put me here. God put me here for a reason. And, you know, when I lay down at night, he comes to me and says, I want you to, I want you to, get up and go right down this, right down that. And I'm like up at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning writing stuff down and trying to come up with a, a master plan for creating creating different things and and lanes for these artists that I, that I network with, that I care about. I have a lot of artists that I network with, but I have a hand, my handful that I love and I care, care, care about. And I've you know what I mean? I want to get them out first. Yeah. Yeah, they first on the list. I have a friend of mine named Ram. He lives, he's a uh, producer. And he's got a recording studio in Atlanta, Georgia. And he's put out nothing but top acts. Like, uh, I mean, he's Dog, MC Hammer, with the kids on the block. Uh, New kids on the name. block. New kids on the block. New kids on the block. Mm-hmm. I mean, a bunch of great artists that he put out. I'm asking oh, wow. to see him when I go there. Right, I'm going to get you in touch with him because he does a lot of huge stuff in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. I'd love to get sure him on the show. Number two. Yeah, I'd love to get him on the show and talk mm-hmm. to him and everything. His, his, his name is Ram. When you walk in his studio, as soon as you walk in, the platinum hits you on both sides of the walls. And Damn. then you go, you keep walking down the hall, platinum's on both sides, as many as you can count. I 
and then you go down the stairs, platinum, and then when you get in the studio, you can't get inside the studio for platinum. Wow. I mean, just hundreds of thousands of platinum. You've got to be in touch with him. He's he's a well known in Atlanta, in Atlanta, Georgia. But he's wow. not known enough. You know, well, uh, yeah, I would love to get him on, on the, the show, block. and he mm-hmm. and he close. Well, you know what? This is what I'm gonna do, Mr. Ronnie, and then I'm gonna let you go. When you when when you come to Atlanta, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna bring my camera and stuff, and I'm gonna sit down and give you a, a exclusive. We're gonna do an exclusive interview, and uh, that's something that I'm gonna do. I'm gonna record that and put that on all over social media and stuff as well too. Yep. That's gonna be that's gonna be our on song. <laughs> okay, yeah. and, and I'll introduce you to Rand. I'll introduce yeah. you to him. Knock two birds out with one He's stone. He's a great person to know. Mm-hmm. Sounds like something to do, my brother. I'm gonna be my own on song. All right, man. All right, Robin Lynn Maven, live right. radio. I am streaming, and Miss Yeah. I appreciate you. Love you, baby. Yeah. 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 I'll be talking to Rob. Rob will go like, yeah. And I'll be like, yeah. (laughs) And then the day she tried to change it up and say, yup. I said, don't change it up now.